Hello, everybody, and welcome again to another enthralling episode of Saints Radio. We're very happy to be able to reach out to you in this final Saints Radio broadcast prior to our Saints Network seminar, which convenes next week. On this very day, the newcomers, which are largely old-timers, well, <laughs> not old-timers, old-comers, no, not old. What's a good word? Veteran comers. That's good. Veteran, veteran timers. Guten dog. Are you a veteran timer? So we'll be here that uh, a week from this afternoon, and uh, then seminar begins uh, in full flare, and uh, we're looking forward to what God's going to do. So we greet you, and want to thank all of you for your continued. Standing alongside on his righteous armor for all of the saints on the right and on the left. And uh, I can just tell you that God has been so very near in this place and uh, throughout all the hours of the day. And um, his presence is rich. And we... Uh, We've been entrusted in this year with some amazing, uh, amazing assignments from the Father. And as we were talking prior to coming on to this broadcast, um, we know that the enemy does not want us to fulfill those assignments. But we're forging forth, forth anyway, and uh, we're going to fulfill what God has given us to do. And we thank you for your devotion to that holy task. Amen. Well, I just went right past the chit-chat and into a fiery statement. That's good, because I don't really have much chit-chat. No chit, no chat. I'm going to have to muster some up here. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It is a beautiful day. A beautiful day for a neighbor. I, 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 I just, I, I'll just agree with you, which is always a good thing, <laughs> um, which I always do. But uh, the the presence of the Lord is so, you know, it's it's, it almost seems like, like we shouldn't say it's so near because it's in us, it's it's within us, it's the but the atmosphere is so rich. His presence, and um, I came in this morning for pre-radio prayer, and and I was just walking around the sanctuary, and um, I don't know, I just God is, He's just so amazing, and I just, it, it's like I was sensing, um, just, just a real unique manifestation of His presence, of His breath. And and I know that these days leading into next week, next week is huge. I mean, it is our convocation. It is our feast of Adonai. It is our, our gathering point for the saints. And, and we all know how vital that time is. So leading into that um, is always, you know, is always, I always gauge what's happening with, with, with what I, I connect it. How about that? With what I know he wants to do next week, or we know in part. I mean, there's still so many things that we don't know he's going to do next week. 
or the way he's going to do it. But I just was sensing in the spirit um, things coming into place um, and and him doing things in unique ways, him showing us his creative nature in just really incredible ways and really the demand upon us to um, to to be open and willing to step into something fresh and new because God never does things the way we would expect him to and and so just I don't know just um, just prepare your heart to to come and partner with the impossible and I'm not even saying this very well because I really don't even know exactly what I'm trying to say I just know that I can sense the wheels moving you know the you've, you've taught us about the the thoughts of God and how that's like um, like the braiding or the plaiting or the um, the weaving I could sense like the weaving and and things like coming into him preparing coming into place for us to step in and partner with him to to see um, his promises fulfilled mm. and so that's just such an incredible privilege almost like seeing into the thoughts of God and seeing the intricacy of it and seeing like the wheels turning and um, and knowing that we have the privilege to to come in and he will show us and we can step into it and we can function in that. And so, I don't know, it's, uh, it's just, it's, 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 as Mark Burke would say, it's just so off the chain. <laughs> yeah, what does off the chain mean? I don't know, but I heard somebody else say it the other day, like on a TV, on a movie. And I thought, I've never heard that before except from Mark Burke. And... Um, so I heard it again. Well, it's a chain of communication. That's a that's a phrase. So There's why would it be off the chain? chain? It's so link. Maybe that's to expand. It's so beyond what we can even imagine. What he's going to do, and I'm not just saying next week. I'm just, I, but I will say that next week is 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 a, a preparation and an equipping and a um, an empowerment for what lies ahead. So. Um, just try to try to align your mindset with the throne. That's the best way I could say it. Just try to align your mindset with the thoughts and the ways of God, and and don't come in with any preconceived ideas. And just let's just come in and let let's just be surprised by the magnificence of who God is, because um, I think it's going to be an extraordinary week, a time. So, you said no chit-chat. I guess that was kind of borderline chit-chat. No, that was, uh, that was a good, that was a good proclamation. I uh, thank you for it. Well, I, I just walked out of prayer, so I'm not, I haven't even, like, really processed. My spirit was just engaging. I could feel my spirit, like, in connecting and engaging with, with things that are being prepared for us. And, um. You know, in some ways, it feels awkward because um, it's it's adjustments and it's alignment and it's it's um, I don't know. It's God. Amen. <laughs> well, um, we were very blessed by uh, 
the privilege of being able to pray together as a network this past Saturday or whenever it is that you engage in first Saturday. And um, there was such a triumphant collection of interpretation and um, um, insights. Yeah. That God was providing and you know, it was a it was a combination of Peretz and Parats. The presence of the Lord and confidence and breakthrough declaration and uh, that was uh, was a very nice springboard of intercession that God drew us to the throne to enjoy. And um I'm just I know it, it it's it's such funny it's a funny thing to to um to say what we're saying and what all of us are enjoying as the possibilities and the confidence and the trust and the presence of God and what he's giving and the blessings and you you contrast that with what the darkness and the gross darkness is in the media and in the world uh fear and uh, measures of um measures of trepidation and shutting down and uh, self-quarantining yeah that's a new that's a new seems like that's a new thing self-quarantining yeah but dr oz said yesterday that it was not effective (laughs) and if dr oz says it then we know that it's got to be true yeah anybody with one of the power names of god is his last name that's right i think that's maybe what I may be talking about during the seminar at some point but yeah it's it's um it's really interesting I watched I normally don't do this but I watched a couple of news brief briefings yesterday one with Mike Pence and the whole seat what is it CDC or mm-hmm. yeah and they kept questioning have you been tested is the president been tested is the president going to get tested because that one person that was at that <coughs> huge rally yes had tested positive and and so it set off all those alarms and this is just it's such an interesting it's just such an interesting scenario and then of course you know Les is in the market in the stock market and his his occupation is very much involved in in the market and and so every day I I try to I'm trying to learn just because the reaction the the reaction of the market just through all of this and how um, it people react and then the markets react and then the economy reacts and then and I just wonder you know right here before the election in this interesting that it it it's falling right now and it's almost like it's going to give um, righteous the right a righteous platform for the Lord to move Mm -hmm. and so I'm thankful for that but we just we we can't get too fixed up on that because it'll it'll paralyze us oh yeah I mean uh, if there was ever a time where we trust what the Word of God says and the the patterns that are laid out for us um, it's it's now and um and probably from now on yeah i mean 
it's um, it's a good thing to be walking with God in the season of his possibilities. And um, I know that God has prophesied so much over this year. And, you know, he built into our schedule this this time where um, there has not been travel on behalf of this house or any major network gatherings. That, that was set in motion to be the end of last year, uh, leading into the end of last year. And I see why from the standpoint of the prayers and the fastings and the production of materials and the way God is renovating this place in anticipation of the ingathering of the saints. And, um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to what God has in store. I agree with you. Because uh, this time of ingathering is, is a, a major point of a meeting with God. And um, wow, it's exciting. And, you know, just from the standpoint of the way God is, you know, you, you can gauge, if people are honest with themselves, you can gauge really where you are by the commune you're having with God and what he's saying and what he's doing. And, um, you know, I know what I'm used to in the Lord from the high times to just the walking and even the battle zones. And I don't ever remember a time like this. And the commune that God is extending for the saints is unprecedented. The, the, the span of it, the depth of it, and the revelation God is, is continually revealing is, to say profound, is, is astounding. Interesting that you say that because we've <clears throat> probably more than any other cycle of his ways that we have been through there's been such an incredible focus on these last two years grace grace and supplication and he he gave us so much revelation about about supplication about prayer about you know all of that but uh -huh. grace 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 it manifested so much in the in the midst of his people. And then this year with wisdom, we don't say a lot about revelation. You know, it is a spirit of wisdom and revelation, but and I was just thinking about that the other day. I mean those two things go hand in hand. So of course we need to acknowledge and give thanks to him for just the the ongoing depth of revelation that he continues to give to us because it's that line upon line revelation that really defines our pathway of wisdom and the way that we partner with him in um, just the creativity of his wisdom and so yeah I'm totally with you in that we need to acknowledge these things and we need to give thanks to God for that <laughs> yeah and you know the the teach comes as a, as a continuation of the do. And um, there are things that God says to us that 
or revelations of his word in the going forward into new terrain. But you can always tell what has been firmly, fairly won and founded by the plethora of information that God then begins to reveal that ties everything together. And it sets a foundation for you to really um, have strength in the new place prophetically. And, you know, just speaking for me, I mean, I don't remember a seminar where we have had so much information as this one. I mean, I, I don't recall that. And even today, I wrote for four hours this morning on totally new things. And the nice thing about it is that, you know, during our seminar, at least in the portions that I'm speaking, um, a great portion of that is stuff that's never not been taught from this pulpit before. So for all of us saints, that's a new thing too. You know, we we kind of come together and bring the synergy of what God's been saying, and then we act on it in prayer. That's been for 30 seminars or, or so. But to to have such a bounty of fresh insights that are going to be debuted for the first time among these pneumatikos people is, is a different thing. And I, I can just say that as from my position here. I don't remember this much. And like this morning, it was one of those times where the scriptures just all kind of flooded together and took shape. And I knew that several, at least 90 minutes of the time, I was simply typing immediately what the Spirit was saying. And I looked back on it and I thought, I never saw this before. I never saw this, the way these scriptures are playing out. And you know what? They wove in a lot of the concepts that, as you said, God's been hammering together over these past two years. And because of the faithfulness and walking in that, those things took their proper place on this new line of insight. And um, so it's, it's exciting for me, and I know for you prophetically in the new things God's doing in, in you and through you and the new ways that he's going to be um, evolving ministry and, and new, new dimensions of that. Um, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Um, I, uh, I don't really know how to say it, but you contrast that with, if you turn on the news, woe and gloom and doom and despair. I mean, we've been living that for the past three years. You know, there's always a crisis. There's always some terrible thing that half of our country thinks is going on when the other half is thinking we're enjoying amazing blessing. And now this nonsense of this Chinese virus, oh, that's racist. You shouldn't say that. Well, that's where it came from. Even though I heard last night that their official news media is blaming this on a CIA plot, which I've is heard that crazy. Too. They're going to make a James Bond movie about it. Well, you know, even the new <laughs> James Bond movie has had to suspend their debut uh, because of this nonsense. And that's really telling you how desperate times are. So, um, but, you know, all of 
the things God has already told us he's going to do. We're doing them. We're, we're going for, forward and, and gross darkness and darkness, but God's light is shining upon his people. And, you know, I, I brought that word on Sunday about the, the first Passover and how the, the blood applied brought, um, brought the people protection, and they, uh, they went out when everybody else in the land was mourning and in fear on that, that day after the spirit of death went through the land. And it, it, the people of God had wealth given to them, and they went forward uh, to, toward the land of promise. Um, I just know that we're we're not going to shirk being fearful. No, we can't go in there. They're giants there. You know that's terrible. You know we're as grasshoppers. No, we're not. We're sons. So anyway, what say ye to that? It's always going to be something. As long as we're in this world, it's always going to be something. So we have to choose to trust in the Lord and that's what we're going to do and not fear because from the time we started you talked about this on Sunday morning from the time we started traveling apostolically there has been one thing after another that has tried to come against us whether it be terrorism or bombings which all in the same um, just just so many different things I, I think of and you know, the hardest part is just keeping our, our families from <laughs> resisting. Because, I, you know, I understand. I get it. Yeah. I mean, my, my dad is constantly um, forbidding me to, um, to travel when there's tumultuous things going on. And, and I understand. I mean, I'm his child. But at the same time, I just, my, my response is always the same. You're going to have to have this discussion with God because you and I are not going to have it. And so. Yeah, you know, I was I was on, mes- on uh, Message of the Week yesterday. Luke and Sylvie were on one end and I was on this end. And I, you know, we did mention a long, lot of things that we've encountered over the years. And one that I didn't mention on Sunday was when we first went into France you know, Europe was in the throes of that horrible heat wave, and there were people dying all over the place because they weren't prepared for that heat. And that was something that uh, I don't remember many people saying you shouldn't go there, but it was really a, a, a daunting thing going on in that country. And God turned it. I mean, he just absolutely turned it, and you know we went anyway, and um, but Had that a great victory. Yeah, and God changed the the weather. I mean, I, one of my favorite pictures, which I haven't seen in a while, I don't even know where it is, was uh, our our team under the Eiffel Tower before they paved everything, and we were putting one of the big screws from this from the balcony here which we were planting a nail down under there and it was this little boy standing there watching us and you had a sweater on and I thought this is the horrible heat wave that we shouldn't go into and God turned it to 
a cold wave. I mean, it wasn't just pleasant. It was cold. God does that. It's a wonderful thing. Brought rain. I remember seeing the Eiffel Tower at night, looking from the hotel windows, and the rain coming, and the wind blowing that. It's just God is good. Amen. So, we look forward to welcoming a great number of you. And to those of you who are coming, we proclaim the blood of Jesus and um, health and vitality and protection. And that you come with uh, no fear. And for those of you who are not going to be able to be here, we are going to be broadcasting. Um, not going to let the enemy steal that. So, uh, we're mass evangelizing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, some of the things we are going to be planning are uh, different focuses of prayer concerning regions of the world, focus of prayer concerning what God is doing among the uh, the very young, um, I I also know that uh, there are going to be some prophetic time reaching um, live into Brazil on, on, from our prophetic presbytery ministry. Uh, we're having a baptismal service, which is amazing. We so are you going to just open up the invitation for people when they come? To decide whether or not they want to be baptized. Well, I wrote an email to the to the network and told people to be. What if I want to be baptized? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) What if you're doing the baptismal? (laughs) You've already baptized me up there. I know. So you're gonna double dip. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, now I don't know. Has the CDC put out any? any measures of how you're supposed to baptize during this this incredible season? I mean, are you supposed to put the hand over people's nose or you just kind of wish them well? It's pure. It's all pure. <laughs> I told you, I, I saw this gigantic rubber duck somewhere, like this big. So I'm so tempted to get it and float it up there in the water. Maybe I could cover it with Purell and it would... <laughs> yeah. Well, I think this baptistry is as clean as a whistle. It's ever been. I mean, we have Rachel and her cousin Robert scrubbing and double scrubbing that thing. I mean, that's uh, and then Ken cocked around there and all of the, you know, again, it's been a cast of thousands getting that place already. All the robes have been washed and sorted through and you're going to be rehung and all the towels are so fresh. So wait, there's baptismal robes? Well, yeah. Yeah, those white things. Oh, I thought you just wore your own skivvies. Well, you can. And I suggested in the email what we used to always say. 
people need to bring something that they want to wear under it that's going to get wet. Um, but there's we've got a whole bunch of men's and women's hanging in the men's and women's changing rooms. Those old timey white white tops and pants. Man, oh man. <laughs> There's some funny stories about baptistry's past. Um, well, I don't think we need to populate the time with me regaling those, but had some funny times here. Um, Are you going to go there? No. Let's move on. Okay. I, I don't. I don't want this broadcast to go by without me. Giving thanks for my new chair. <laughs> oh, yeah. My chair up here in the radio booth. I came in one day, and it was like the big bad wolf has been, had been in here and sat in it, and it crushed. There it is right there. Yeah. And so Pastor was gracious enough to maybe have Ruby order me another one. Ruby did order it, and it is so nice and, and it's a cushy. lazy boy. It's a lazy boy. See did there, you know I, I think I'm really considering like moving it up and down like every week so that I could just sit in it during the services, and <laughs> well, because it's so nice. So I'm gonna give thanks for that. Some rather heavy. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a larger word. than me. Somebody sat in it and busted the mechanism where it rises and locks we don't know who that was Kick. and so when you sat in that chair it was almost you were like a low rider it's like i sat down in it it just went right we down to have, the ground we could have opened our ministry to the chicanos through that chair you know you just hang a couple of dice off that mic and you could have been sitting back there you could have laid back you know of course we could have also had pastor fulton diamond in the back sunroof top Digging the scene with a gangster lean, you know, we could have had that going on too. Ah, but so I what, did. we receive we we receive your words of of appreciation. And Ruby's blessed, and I'm blessed, and all of God's children is blessed. Well, I'm just kind of really on this this um, this pathway of of acknowledging Thanksgiving and giving thanks to God, and I'm going to read the Psalm for the day, if that's okay. Read it. Because there's something in here that really touched me this morning. Because I've really been like asking the Spirit to bring to my remembrance just things to give thanks for. Because it's important to God, and and we remember that one of the words for Thanksgiving is the the extension of the hand, yeah. and how when we give thanks to Him, we not only lift our hands in praise, but we extend our hand to take His hand um, in partnership. So this is Psalm 50, and and it speaks a lot about um, what's happening, you know, addresses things that we're dealing with in the earth, but I'm not going to read all of it, just part of it. It says, The mighty God, even Yahweh, has spoken and called the earth from the rising of the sun until the going down. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God has shined. Amen. Yes. Our God shall come and shall keep silent and not keep silence. A fire shall devour before him, and it shall be very tempestuous round about him. And that's 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 going to happen. He shall call to the heavens from above and to the earth that he may judge his people. 
Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. And the heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God is a judge himself, Selah. And I think one of the things that really struck me about this is that I know, and you know, you've spoken of this, and I've, I've really sensed this in my spirit, that particularly this year, we're going to see the manifestation of the earth. You know, just like you saw that tree fall. I think that we need to partner with, with the earth and, and rejoicing and clapping the hands because the earth is crying out. So anyway, that's just a side note. Hear, O my people, and I will speak, O Israel, and I will testify against thee. I am God, even thy God, and I will not reprove thee for thy sacrifices or thy burnt offerings to have been continually before me. I will take no bullock out of thy house, nor he goats out of thy folds, for every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls of the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine, and the fullness thereof. And you've taught about that passage too. Will I eat the flesh of the bulls, or drink the blood of the goats? Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows unto the Most High. So I know that he loves our sacrifice, and I know that we continue to be that living sacrifice. I mean, that was so profound for me this Saturday during First Saturday Prayer, just to come and be that sacrifice before him, and he will consume it, and his presence will be here. But then it says, And call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver you, and, sh and, and you will glorify me. And then he goes on to talk about the wicked. But I say all that to say that just walk in a heart of thanksgiving because that is such an uh, just it's just such a vital expression that we give to the lord and in the midst of that heart of thanksgiving and that offering of thanksgiving he will deliver us and 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 it will manifest and through that we will glorify him amen that's our psalm that's a good word yeah that is a good good word that's my message for today. <laughs> I love the Psalms. Printed copies of this message are available. You send your best offering. It's just so easy to be thankful. It's just so, it's so easy to be contrary to that too. It's so easy to focus on the lack and on the need. And yet what we're called to is to see those things in the spirit and partner in supplication to see the provision come and declare that and then give thanks just give thanks for all that he's done give thanks for what he's gonna do give thanks for his provision give thanks for for protecting us mm -hmm. I mean I, I just think that it and it just totally like changes just the dynamic it just I don't know it can so much change your attitude and your countenance and and it's just so easy to be negative when in this day we have no reason to be in any way contrary to just thankful because we're all healthy and whole and walking with God and, and truly um, as he gathers his saints together, we are truly blessed and privileged. Yes. And, and, you know, among them, the greatest privilege is the 
the assignments that our Father has entrusted to us. Um, and um, as you said, creation is awaiting the manifestation of the sons. And that's something to just eternally be thankful for. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know uh, during the seminar, we're going to, you didn't really say this already, so I hope it's okay that I say it, but we're probably going to do a Temple of the Tabernacle of Testimony activation. Yeah, that's, that's true. And and I remember the first time that we did that, Pastor, I remember connecting it with proscuneo and how you had us, you know, proscuneo. And we were in the sanctuary, and I remember I was laying in the middle of the altar area right in front of your pulpit, and and I proscuneoed. And I, it's like literally I was looking. It's like It's like, you know, it, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like being a pillar. It's like I was drawing from the earth but at the same time I was up looking down mm-hmm. and that was one of the most powerful encounters that I've ever had in prayer and and we have such a responsibility as seers and as those that God has gifted us with these spiritual gifts to 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 allow him to reveal those things to us so that we can pray, so that we can declare, so that we can partner in what he's doing throughout the earth. And um, I don't know how I got off on that. I have totally lost our train of... Yeah, but you said something that led me to that. Anyway, so just there's just so many exciting things, so many exciting assignments that he he is calling us to and they're not just hey we're going to do something else these things are prophetically ordained they are prophetically um assigned to us from the throne it's not just another prayer time it's just not another act of obedience these are opportunities god is giving us to partner in his assignment and 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 as we as we engage fully in that he just opens things up for us and he i don't know it's just it's it's great well you know one of the, one of the things about that ttt deal is that god said we were supposed to do that um quite a while ago he said it and so we arranged the schedule so that it could be afforded in the way that the Lord was in an, in an elementary way telling us we needed to prepare for. And um, since that time, God has opened up the understanding from his scripture about the, the place where the records are kept in heaven, where the thesaurus of his wisdom and understanding. And that has been, that's a large part of what I was writing about this morning. You know, I thought I had this writing done, and then boom, up came this other stuff. But the point I'm saying is this. We've, we've known for years that there is a connection between the temple and where this Kairos Kronos place is. And even though they're on opposite ends of our, our, our rudimentary understanding of the diagram of heaven, But I was thinking this morning, 
uh, about how when we are at the right hand of the throne of God, and that's prophetic concerning what God wants to do, from that perspective where this Kronos Kairos place is located, looking out over the sides of the north and paradise, from that perspective at the right hand of the throne, this place is at the right hand of that. And so everything that God has said in his Kronos, everything he said in his Logos, and how he is revealing that for its progressive development, that is all accessed from the throne, from the right hand of the throne, as a right hand of his word, Mm. which is really interesting, Mm -hmm. just really interesting to me. And so the fulfillment of that, the left hand of that, would be what we activate on at the right hand of the throne. So our activation as sons where Jesus is seated because his blood activated all those things for us, and we show that in the word, um, the, the fulfillment of those is what fuels the prophetic release we have from God. And, of course, he's overall. I mean, he's omnipresent. So, and these are his words anyway, but he's supervising this and where he's positioned at the throne of grace is there basically to coordinate us Mm -hmm. and to empower our sonship and to empower our journey. But what he, what he's doing is, um, is all based on what he has said from the foundation of the world which is what Jesus said we need to be sowing into. It's just interesting to me. It's just the principles of God never falter. Right hand and left hand is always the way he does stuff. Gap and breakthrough is always the way he does stuff. You know, and, and only he could coordinate the twos of that, the threes of promise, seal of fulfillment, um, the, the fours of voice, thunders, lightnings, earthquake, the five of the fivefold, the six, how we partner with God, the seven, his ways, the eight new beginnings, the nine further steps building upon last sequences of grace, the 10 signifying how his, his, uh, official, his official declaration and fulfillment of the law um, you know, you, you, only God could coordinate all of that to where it just spins. Uh, it, it's just amazing. But the fact that he has just really affirmed in his scripture the, the, the things that he said about these heavenly places and our role in them, that that's being affirmed right now, leads you to, to really anticipate What's going to happen based upon this? If, if, if we've come to the point where God is teaching about these very deep things, what comes next in him? You know, one of the things I was writing this morning in, in following through the application of this kind of pursuit of wisdom is when it says that we've come to our Mount Zion and, you know, there's the blood of sprinkling, there's the Lord, but it says, God to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of the just men made perfect. 
the people that are moving in the righteous vision of God who are who are walking in this commune with him whereby he speaks he tell he he speaks to us he communes with us and he tells us how his wisdom is going to be poured out and we're we're inextricably linked with God who's the judge and his judgments are his mishpat what he said he's going to do and so in the heavens even that passage from hebrews where it says all of these things about what we're to be doing now how many of those has god illumined and how many of those has he elaborated upon in his scripture to where we as saints have a pneumatikos understanding of his word in those things I mean, it's it's amazing to me how God has meticulously taught segments of that, and I'm yeah. So so what, with all of those, I was looking at them, and every one of them, God has given us pneumatikos pursuits in the Word now, and we probably need to do a synergy of them, uh, how they all flow together. Maybe that'll come for seminar. I, I don't know. I've got to fit a squeeze it in there somewhere. But with God establishing all that, it's time for heaven to come to earth. Mm. It's time for his visitation, mm-hmm. which the sons are manifesting. As you said, creation is beginning to express. And I just believe that that's what this crazy corona thing has been launched by the enemy to stop, but he's not going to stop it. Amen. Amen. Interesting stuff. Very interesting. So, is there anything that uh, we're still in the midst of this fast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we trust that that's been a fruitful time for many of you who are participating. And uh, we we rebuke the spirit of fear. Um, It's rampant in this world. But God has not given that. And um, may the perfect love of God just cast it out. Amen. Trying to think what else we need to put forward. Um, tomorrow was Wednesday Night Live, and we're we're going to be doing some different things regarding releasing covering of the Lord and the activation of portals and declaring the blood over this house and the and the place of meeting. So just be ready, those of you who tune in. Um, I know this is what God wants. Usually, you know, we can suggest what we might focus on, and God then usually changes it, which is always fun. And I mean that. I don't mean that in a backhanded way. It is fun to hear a fresh word and to be able to just open up and go with it. I love that. Um but this is a this is a divinely inspired 
Pneumatikos prayer focus for our, our network and, and this gathering. So just know that when you tune in, it's going to be put upon you to be in prayer toward the end of this thing. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And we pray, like I, Ruby told me that Julia had written, saying that she's delayed in Londres, London. Or as the, as the Romans called it, Londinium. <laughs> what, what is the delay? Oh, you know, just flight delay. We've been there before in London. She can, you connect with the great airline, British Airways. Luke and Sylvie are going from Madrid to London to here. So they get, they get that blessing as well. And we do regularly. Um, wouldn't it be wonderful for the Lord to open up? When's, when's England going to open up? I think, I think God has done that purposely. Um, he's galvanizing all of these saints in other places so that um, when it comes time for that to happen, it's going to be a, an international groundswell of saints. So um, we'll see. Like so let's be in prayer for Julia. Let's be in prayer for the other saints as they're going to be flying and arriving over these next this next week. So Julia's flight is a, it's not a connect. I mean, it's her connecting flight to Dallas. So she, it's not like she's going to miss a flight by the delay. Oh, no. She'll she's just, in London. She'll so. just come in later. Yeah. 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 Well, listen, that that's interesting. And I have to say the last few, the last flight that I, I took just the last, the last couple of weeks was one of the most harrowing experiences I've ever had because the flight was delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and it was right at the beginning of this whole coronavirus thing and everybody was at the airport with these masks on which now they've determined is unless you've got it it yeah but it i i knew that the whole episode was for the enemy to try to instill fear in me because by the time my flight actually departed at 145 in the morning um, I had been to like three different terminals. I had been on and off two different planes. And then the, the last terminal or gate that I was flying out of was one of the few in the world, I think, that was receiving and se- receiving people from China right next to the gate. And so there were people coming off. <laughs> it was just almost like comical. I mean, if God, if the Father laughs at his enemies, I literally, if I had not been so tired, I would have been like a laughing hyena. <laughs> <laughs> because it was just so ridiculous. But, you know, travel can be that way, though. You just have to walk in patience. So you didn't know you were supposed to self-quarantine then, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, You know, and I didn't even know at that time because it was in and out of LAX and coming from Dallas to L.A. to go to Santa Barbara. I'm always flying out of a different, you know, a, yeah. a smaller terminal. And for whatever reason, they had me flying in and out of the international terminal, yeah, of which you shared that information. Well, that's one of five airports that's actually receiving people in the world from China. And I thought, you've got to be kidding me. And then 
delay and delay. And so I'm just sitting in this terminal for longer and longer, just watching these people with all their masks on. And I'm just thinking, is there something wrong with everyone else or is there something wrong with me? <laughs> well, I think, crazy. I think God was prophetically letting you see his providence and his covering. Yeah, yeah. And I do. I mean, I you quoted Psalm 91 maybe on Sunday morning, but it was most recent. I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah. that psalm has been, I remember when the first time I actually, several years ago, just I was studying about trust and about just the whole word for trust and, and, and just dissecting Psalm 91 and how every measure of protection is, is for us, is with us, and is spoken of in that psalm. And if you ever have fear, you need to go there. And let the anointing just minister to you because we should fear nothing as long as we stay hidden in that secret place and him because he is our refuge and in him that we find trust only in him. It's in nothing else. So I was thankful when you referenced that the other day. Yeah. I lose track. We don't want any of that noisome pestilence. There's so many we things. We don't want any of that plague. And then Sunday night, we had a we had somewhat of a dynamic prayer class on Sunday night that was totally unexpected. Because, you know, Sunday night before leading into the week of the seminar, a lot of times we, of course, are geared towards praying about the seminar. But the Lord had some business for us to transact. And it was um, actually based on a couple of dreams that some of our young Elishas had had. And... And the Lord really began to open up the spirit of interpretation in our people, and they began to just nail the strategy of the enemy. And so we were able to make declaration against that and and really come together as a people and rally on behalf of the strategy of the prince of the power of the air and just the way he's, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And, and it was really dynamic. It was. And so you never know what God's going to throw at you. So, yeah, it's uh, it was a powerful time, and I'm telling you, we we really are greatly anticipating you being here, so that we can all enjoy what God is putting on the table for His saints together. Yes, and um, know that we are very very much appreciative of you and. Um, who you are in God and we treasure the fact that he's called us to walk together in this path and um, we are praying for you that the Lord will shine his light around you and upon you and upon the the paths that you're taking to come and join us and um, I'm just very very grateful Well, okay, we're about done. So thanks for uh, tuning in today. May God keep on blessing you. And we look forward to um, what he has in store for all of us. Amen. So blessings to each of you and goodbye.